0: Well, at least they could agree on something at last. And Riker had ended up keeping Parker alive. I remembered now. Riker had dropped me off at my place, then left to go to the police station, but it said he'd be back. Looked like his timing couldn't have been better. He'd saved Parker, a man he supposedly hated. Now the two men stood a few feet apart, both looking at me, The enormity of all that had happened during the past few days washed over me, and I lifted a hand to rub my forehead. Riker had said he wasn't giving up on me, and Parker had told me he loved me. My headache seemed to grow exponentially, especially when images of Parker and me in my bed flashed through my mind. Let me get you an ice pack for your eye, Riker said, heading into the kitchen. He was back in moments, crouching down next to me and gently pressing an ice-cold bundle to my eye. Thanks, I murmured. The cold brought relief to my throbbing head. Leo had a mean right hook, but he'd paid for that, and paid dearly. A mobster and a bully, though that was probably redundant. Leo Shay had kidnapped me and nearly killed Parker. Leo would have killed me if not for the precipitous arrival of a most unlikely savior, my dad. Well, not just him, but lots of large, gun-toting men who'd taken care of Leo and his goons in a very permanent way. It seemed my dad had secrets I'd known nothing about. But I would wait until later to think about that because I had more pressing problems at the moment, in the form of two large alpha men staring at me as though waiting for something. So, um, what now? I asked the room at large, because I honestly had no clue. I was with two men. I'd slept with both of them. I loved both of them. But everyone knew two was company and three was a crowd. I just wasn't sure at this point if I wouldn't be the one tossed from the group. You're exhausted, Riker said. You need rest. Sleep. Yes, sleep sounded really, really good. My whole body hurt, and my heart still ached from the beating it had taken over the past 24 hours. Before Leo had gotten involved and nearly killed Parker, I'd almost lost both him and Riker to Victor, a crazy Russian mafia guy who'd made me watch while he tortured them. I shuddered, even now as images of them both, bleeding and bruised, flitted through my mind. Taking my hand, Riker pulled me to my feet to lead me from the room, but I put on the brakes. What about you? I asked Parker. Are you leaving? The anxiety that thought produced had my stomach turning itself into knots. He must have read my mind because he said, Not if you don't want me to. He glanced at Riker. I'm sure Riker won't mind me camping out on his couch tonight. That's fine. Something passed between the two of them, but I was too tired to examine the tension in the air. Relieved that Parker wasn't leaving, had me nodding. Good. Okay, then. I let Riker lead me to his bedroom. He sat me down and removed my shoes. I shucked my jeans and climbed underneath the covers. Riker had on a pair of sweatpants and joined me, turning off the bedside lamp before pulling me into his arms. I settled against his chest with a sigh that felt soul deep and was asleep in moments. Screaming woke me. Then I realized it was my own. Sage, hey, it's okay, you're okay. I was sitting straight up in bed, and Riker was next to me, his hand on my arm, his voice anxious as he tried to get through to me. He'd turned the light on, but apparently even that hadn't been enough to break through to me. Victor, I gasped. Images from my nightmare were still vivid inside my head. Images of him torturing and tormenting Parker and Riker. The door flew open. Sage, Parker said, standing in the doorway. His face was drawn in lines of worry as he looked at me. Instinctively, I reached for him. His hand was instantly in mine as he sat